time for a PBFG quick hitter. All right, I'm coming to you with a quick hitter, real quick, real quick, quick hitter. Just because a couple lines popped up and a couple of uh, COVIDs popped up. So first off, we're changing the pod picks. We're, I still like Tampa. If you already bet that, it's a good bet. I mean, it's not quite a pod pick bet, but it's a good bet. And I might make it myself on Sunday night, just so I have some action on a primetime game. However, and I, my handicap stands. I think that's a good bet. I think that's the right side. Don't feel square because you're laying points. Feel sharp because you're sharp enough to know that laying points is okay sometimes. That said, I fucking love the Rams. The Rams popped up as minus five going to Seattle. Now, let me tell you why this is a great bet. First of all, we've got asymmetric risk. I know that the Rams are devastated by COVID, but we've already heard who's out with COVID. We know what their roster is going to be. It's not that bad. They're going to get Tyler Higby back. They're losing OBJ, probably. They're losing Jalen Ramsey, probably. But we know that this is almost certainly the Omicron variant, and they say that the Omicron variant is quicker. It takes three or four days. So there's a decent chance that both of these vaccinated stars on the Rams test negative within the, you know, six... They both tested positive on Monday. They've got until Friday, which is four or five days, to test negative and then test negative again. So it's possible, although unlikely. So let's not bank on it. Either way, we know what the Rams are and there's a possibility they get better, right? If anything changes for the Rams, it's going to be a happier change. On the other hand, we've got the Seahawks who we don't know what they are because they just had Tyler Lockett pop up with COVID. And they had one more player pop up with COVID as well. I forget who. I think it was a running back. I think it might have been Rashad Penny. Doesn't matter. Take away Tyler Lockett. The Seahawks just got a lot worse because that that leaves one receiver for Russell Wilson to throw a moon ball to. It's DK. Uh, that is much more manageable than Tyler Lockett, who is much more versatile and frankly just better, especially because the Rams' problem on defense is going to be their cornerback depth. They're going to have one dude, whether it's uh, Deion or something like this. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Was Deion, Darius Williams, or Jalen Ramsey. One of those dudes will play for sure. And they can cover one wide receiver, probably DK. A little bit more difficult for them to get a second guy with the depth that they currently do not have. But additionally, we've seen what's happened with Washington, Cleveland, with with every team that has gotten this COVID variant. Omicron sped, spreads fast as fuck. So if the Seahawks just lost two players, it's very likely that they're about to lose a bunch more. And because we're so much closer to the game, there's almost no chance that they come back. This sets up an asymmetric risk. So if anything happens to the Rams, if anything changes on the LA side, it gets better. It helps. If anything changes on the Seahawks side, it probably gets a lot worse. Take the Rams as soon as you can because this is liable to change. It's COVID season after all. Take a, take a hold of that asymmetric risk while you can. And if you're worried because you're like, well, why would I bet on some balls that are in the air? Why not wait until they land and then we'll figure things out? Because if everything lands exactly as it is currently, still a good bet, right? If nobody comes back for the Rams except for Tyler Higby and the two offensive linemen that were injured last week will probably be back now. If nobody comes back for COVID reasons from the Rams, you still have the advantage. It's still a better team. The offensive line will be intact. This is the same team that just beat up on the Cardinals. You'll be okay. On the other end, the Seahawks, despite a convincing win against Houston, still kind of suck. They were solid against San Francisco two weeks ago. 
but not quite impressive. And San Francisco is still a little bit fraudulent. Finally, if you know, there's a possibility that the NFL changes rules. They've been discussing it and tiptoeing around it lately, but they may just, well, they may do a few things, but it looks like they're about to be a lot more lenient with asymptomatic COVID players, especially those who are vaccinated. If they let all the asymptomatic players back, let's say they do. COVID or no COVID, Jalen Ramsey comes back, OBJ comes back, Lockett comes back, etc. As long as you don't have symptoms, you come back. Let's say that happens. If that's the case, I still love the Rams. They're a much better team. We already saw what happened when they played earlier in the year. And the Rams have only gotten better. They've added Von Miller. They've added OBJ. They lost Robert Woods, but I think that that's about a wash. And they're, they're, co- they're coheding. They're doing more of the cohesion. When they first played, it was Matthew Stafford's, what, third or fourth game with the Rams? Well, now he's had almost an entire season under his belt, and he's hitting his stride. On the other end, the Seahawks are falling apart a little bit. And a detractor might say, well, but look, I mean, Russell Wilson got hurt in that first game. First of all, the Rams won by 13. Second of all, <clears throat> excuse me, Russell Wilson played almost the entire game. I think Geno Smith had two drives. And on the first drive, he moved the ball real quick. I'm pretty sure he got a touchdown. The final drive, he threw a pick. and It wasn't his fault. It was because a wide receiver fell down. It's a little 12-yard out route, or maybe it was an out hook. I don't know, because the receiver fell down. I don't know what it would have looked like when he finished. But ball got left in. Easy pick. Game. This all being said, at best, Russell Wilson plays the way he did then when he was totally healthy. And that's not very good. Don't let a win over the Texans fool you. Russell Wilson's still not the quarterback that people think he is. So assuming total health, assuming everything goes normal, like it would have in the before times, the long, long ago when COVID didn't happen, I still love the Rams up to minus seven. So go ahead and get down on the Rams because they're not going to have a letdown spot. Yeah, they beat the big, bad Arizona Cardinals, but now they're fighting for first place and it's very attainable. I think they're definitely going to win the division and they have a shot in hell at getting the first week by or the first round by because I don't think Arizona wins any of the next three games after Detroit. And then I think Arizona loses their first game against any of the division winners, be it Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa, or LA themselves in the playoffs. So the Rams have something to play for. They're struggling with COVID. They're excited because they finally got some positive reinforcement from changing things up and getting back to their roots. They're figuring things out. I really love this handicap, and that's why I'm making it my fifth pod pick instead of Tampa. Moving on, we have another one, similar similar events. I was thinking about taking Denver on the pod over Cincinnati, but I, I just quite I couldn't quite get there because Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, and the Broncos' defense is a little bit lackluster. But then Chidobi Awuzie, great corner. He's having the best season of his career. COVID. Riley Reef, right tackle, good. Eh, B minus, right tackle, COVID. And while the Bengals' offensive line is actually much better than people thought it would be, and while they actually have pretty solid tackle depth, they have a good swing tackle. I'm not looking at the football aspect as much as I'm looking at the possibility of exacerbation. This is another asymmetric risk problem. So first of all, we'll do the football. Riley Reef being gone at right tackle means that they're probably going to go down to about a C plus at right tackle. But the problem is that the Broncos have absolutely no ability to rush the passer anyway. It's Bradley Chubb and that pregnant pause was me trying to think of who their other edge is. It doesn't matter. That's exactly the point. They suck. They have no edge rush. It doesn't matter if it's Riley Reef or his backup or his backup's backup. doesn't matter. They're not going to get a push. Chidobia Wuzia, on the other hand, is a very good corner against the team, the Broncos, that pride themselves on their awesome wide receiving core. That's much more important because Eli Apple is having the season of his career, which makes him a C-plus corner and uh, a very, very bad cornerback one. So the Bengals are now vulnerable through the air. I really like Denver's chances of moving the ball with those awesome wide receivers, even if it's just screen passes and quick hitters, like this pod. 
The bigger thing is that, again, we've captured asymmetric risk. So I already kind of liked the Broncos. In fact, I already significantly liked the Broncos, almost enough to make them a pot pick. Now we take away a star cornerback, important, and an offensive lineman, because of depth not as important. But if we've learned anything from looking at teams like the Rams and the Redskins and the Browns, we know that this Omicron variant shit spreads like wildfire in California. For those of you who live in places where humans are supposed to live, environments that are hospitable to human life, uh, in California, if you start a wildfire in the summertime, within a 24 hours, or sorry, if you start a bonfire in California in the summertime, within 24 hours, you have 150 acres on fire, animals are running for your, their lives, tires are melting to the street as you drive. It is terrifying and awful because it's hell on earth, but pretty. Offensive linemen, typically a tight-knit group. They literally stand right next to each other all day in practice. They are very large men taking up relatively small rooms when it comes to meetings. I would be surprised if a couple more offensive linemen on the Bengals didn't pop for COVID. Additionally, secondary members, there's a lot of them. Again, small rooms. I would be surprised if one or two more members of the secondary for Cincinnati don't pop with COVID. Offensive linemen get close together. Quarterbacks get close to offensive linemen. It's a lot less likely that Joe Burrow got COVID from the right tackle, but it's totally possible. And oh my God, if Joe Burrow misses this game for COVID, we've got ourselves a drop dead lock, not a drop dead leg because we're getting a good spread. So I'm going to take the Broncos as well as my sixth pod pick, just because so much asymmetric risk on a side I already like, a very sharp side because the public is all over Cincinnati. See if you can get it at anything less than minus three and ride your way to a winning week. I may even make Los Angeles a best bet. I may even put two units on it. We'll have two best bets in Green Bay minus the five, which we already did, and then LA minus the five, which I'm about to do. I'll tweet that on Sunday, but you do with it what you like. See how convinced you were by my handicap. Anyhow, that's all I got for you now. Thanks for tuning in to this real quick, quick hitter, and uh, update your cards accordingly. Thanks for betting on football games with me. Asta.